All right, we're going to go on a journey today. It's more like exposing a concept so that we can uh, be able to tap into the numerous values or potentials. Today we are celebrating the Father's Day. And I want to, for the first time, on a Sunday service, go into the mystery of fatherhood. Understanding how to operate in kingdom fatherhood for maximum results. I know this is a topic many have abused and people don't have understanding of the mystery surrounding fatherhood in the kingdom of God. And I believe today heaven will open our eyes to actually see why fathers are important in the kingdom and why you are missing out of the values of fatherhood. If you look at the scripture, you will see clearly the three different dimensions of fatherhood. There is the earthly fatherhood, your biological father. There is a spiritual father. Now, this is where the the you know, the mix-up starts. And also, you have the heavenly father. Now, you will say, but the heavenly father is my spiritual father. And you are right. But there is a difference between your spiritual father and your heavenly father. The difference being that your spiritual father from the angle of the earth realm is an embodiment of your spiritual fatherhood. He represents the concept of a son and a father relationship. And this is why by the end of this teaching you will understand why many people you call fathers are only mentors or teachers. They are not actually your father. They are just your mentors or your teachers. There are vast profits, gains from the concept of fatherhood. Some of us standing today are products of that system. But the truth of the matter is this. We are in a generation that are more, they are more prone to carnal understanding than to spiritual understanding. So if you want to explain certain things from the realm of the spirit, you must dissect them physically or carnally so that they can relate to what is happening in the realm of the spirit. You know, somebody wrote me and say, I love the way you teach because sometimes you, 
you make us see it in our daily life so we we know how to apply it if we want to apply it do you know that some of you seated here the reason you are here today most of us the reason you are here today seated here in northern cyprus today is a product of your father's inheritance the reason you have money to eat you have money to pay your rent is simply because you have a father a physical father a biological father you have access to that physical support system not because you worked for it. Not because you've been a good child. No. You are simply a benefactor to your father's inheritance by the reason of your birth. It is not something you worked for. When your father started working under the sun to become the person he is today, you were not probably, you were not even born. But he was going through the struggles, the sweat, the walking, and everything just to make sure that you enjoy life today. That is if you have a good father. Because I know if I'm saying this now, some of us say, you don't know my father. I, I, I understand what you're saying. Not from experience, but I know what you're talking about. There are some people I counsel and they say, I don't want to have anything to do with my father. The day they gave birth, they abandoned my dad and my, they abandoned my mom. So I don't want to have anything to do with, with him. That is to show that every child naturally expects that the father should take care of him. So some of, for some of us, what I'm going to be sharing today will sound a bit strange because you don't have that father relationship. So when I talk about a father, I'm talking about a real biological father, a loving one. The one that understands his place in the family. That's why the Bible says a man that cannot take care of his family is worse than an infidel. That means a father should do anything possible to make sure that the children are fed and well taken care of. Not because the children are perfect, but simply because he gave birth to them. He, they did not consult him before they, he slept with the wife. So it's your responsibility. Whether they turn out good or bad, it's your responsibility to do what? To take care. Now I'm talking about the good part of a father. You have a part to play as well. Because some of you are suffering today because of your lack of connection to your earthly father. So we must balance the teaching. So imagine you have this kind of access by the reason of a biological transaction 
What do you think is happening also in the realm of the spirit, which is the realm that is higher than the physical realm? Who is really a father? Now, if you leave me, I will focus more on God as our father. But it is still the same principle from the physical, spiritual, heavenly. Understanding how to take God as your father. How to maximize that relationship between you and God as a father. Because the truth of the matter is this. Even if anybody refuses to father you, God is your father. If your spiritual father rejects you, God is your father. If your physical father rejects you, God is still your father. So we must understand the principle that cuts across these dimensions. But let me tell you something. Let me ask you something. It's easier to connect to somebody you can touch and feel than somebody who is invisible. You need more divine tools to connect to somebody who is invisible than someone who is, no, who is not invisible or who is visible. But what we are going to be doing today is to give you tools so that we don't just do this thing every year. Happy Father's Day. You know, when a purpose of a thing is not known, abuse of it is inevitable. So it becomes just a celebration. Now, those who are very close to me, let me use this as an example. Those who are very close to me, they know I don't celebrate birthdays. All the leaders, they know. Not that you don't celebrate, I don't. So if you celebrate me, I receive your celebration. But please understand where I'm coming from. And I know some of them, sometimes one or two of them came to me and said, okay, we know that you don't have a particular concept without a knowledge backing it. Please, I'm trying to bring out something here that will relate also to fatherhood. For example, why should I wait up until this particular time of the year to celebrate my father? And immediately after today, you can enter into the forest till next year. So, I refuse to show them a place in the scripture. But one day, one of them came and said, look, I want you to tell me. Why? Why? Now, I, and I showed this person a place in the scripture. I'm just digressing a bit. Galatians chapter 4 and verse 9. Look at what the Bible said there. Galatians 4 verse 9 said, but now, after that you have known God, watch this, or rather are known of God, how turn again to weak and beggarly elements? Weak and beggarly elements. Whereunto you desire again to be in bondage. So, this is a teaching for another day. Why is it beggarly elements? Why is it also things we, we do and then it's now bondage? Look at what he said there. Next verse, he said, you observe 
days, months, and times, and years. You observe. I'm afraid of you. Let's have bestowed upon you. He said, you observe days, months, times, and years. You still observe days. Oh, it is 20th April. It's Papa's birthday. Now, from literal interpretation of this scripture, we are not supposed to observe days and times. They are called beggarly elements. Now, I, I, that's not the teaching for today. But you may say, but it's just birthdays now. It's just no problem. It means if we are not going to observe these beggarly elements, there must be then a deeper meaning why you should celebrate birthdays instead of just marking time. So you must find that deeper meaning more than just I was born today. Is somebody getting this? So if, I, if you are going to celebrate me on my birthday, don't celebrate because it's 20th April. There must be something deeper than just date. So if it's deeper than just date, that means it should not always be on April 20th. Is somebody getting this? So you can have somebody celebrating their birthdays every year on the 11th of March. The only thing increasing in their lives is just their number. Purpose has not increased. Vision did not increase. Nothing in their lives you can look at and say, ah, in the last 10 years, this thing improved. Yet every, every year, in, ah, my celebration. The question is, what are you celebrating? Are you just celebrating the time? Or is there something deeper than that? So what am I trying to, please, please, I'm not saying if your birthday is tomorrow, I'm not attacking you now. No. I'm only saying you should look for something deeper. So if we're going to celebrate Father's Day today, is it because they told us in Roman calendar it fell today? Maybe next year now it will fall on another date. So we must look at something deeper than these beggarly elements to then celebrate the Father's Day. And that's one of the things we are sharing now today. Now, let me give you a concept why you must take this very seriously. No matter, listen to this. <laughs> no matter how you want to denounce your earthly father, anywhere you go, you still carry his DNA. If you give birth, you are transferring your father's DNA to your children. So, anytime you say, you see this, my father, he's very foolish. You carry DNA. 
I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. You carry the DNA that make it for foolishness. Automatically. Listen, let's tell ourselves the truth. So some of you will begin to understand the dimension of fatherhood that can become a cause. You won't find me excited. I, I tell the leaders, I, you, you, you hardly will get me excited into things when I understand that people have got no clue of what they are trying to celebrate. Ask them. I always tell them, is, are we not just celebrate, but we don't have a deep understanding of what we're celebrating. Do I appreciate it? Of course. Or sunflower. <laughs> this is how I talk. Oh. If you are new. I joke a lot. But please follow me. There's something God is trying to impact into your life. Say, my father is this and this and this. What happened? Remember, before you condemn your, your physical father, remember, I'm going to focus on physical fatherhood so that you can easily transfer these things into the realm of the spirit. Remember that the DNA is right inside of you. I don't, I don't like my father. You have that DNA. So, the day you, you get married, you transfer the same DNA. And according to you, that DNA is foolish. And do you know what makes the physical fatherhood very dangerous? The most dangerous dimension actually. Because the other ones you can denounce it and disconnect. But this one you cannot. Till Jesus comes. <laughs> Any day they check your blood, your father is dancing there. They check. He's there. You can't denounce him. You come by mouth, but not biologically. And look at what the Bible says. First covenant short. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 2. Honor thy father and thy mother. Which is the what? The first commandment with what? A promise. That means when there is honor, what happens? There is a promise. And what's that promise? Huh? You don't know the, the promise. It shall, you shall live what? Long and it shall be what? Well with you. Where? From the Old Testament, Paul lifted it. I said, look, don't say it's just Old Testament. It's still valid in the new. Now, can you see that the Bible here did not say, honor thy father and thy mother when they are good. 
Hello. Did you hear what I say? There is no, is it clause they call it? Only when they are good. If they are your father and mother, honor. Do you know why I need to honor my earthly father? Notwithstanding if he's good or not. There are promises that are tied to my life. It's going on to do. He probably, he's a drunkard or this, not my, but I mean, but I still have got to what? Honor. Please, let's dissect this thing here first. Do you know that some of us are struggling because of this? A prayer warrior that will not honor. Now, you believe you are more anointed than your father. You are now more exposed spiritually than your father. Before he will even say hello, he said, why are you calling? He said, but I want to give you advice. He said, please, I don't need your advice. I've canceled a lot of stuff that sometimes I put my hand on my head. As anointed as I am, my father still shouts. And there's always one topic that he will always shout. He'll call and say, when are we, when are we, when are we bringing the person? And I'll say, it's okay, sir. I will bring the person. I didn't know. I know you are going to bring us. I'm asking when. Imagine me now saying to him, You don't understand the things of the Spirit. You have no clue about the workings of destinies. You don't understand how I need to search. To find somebody that matches my destiny and the purpose of God for future that can future in my future. <laughs> and imagine while talking like that, you make him angry. And he says something. Some of you think because your dad is wrong, that means everything he says will not come to pass in your life. <laughs> I laugh in Latin. The Bible said the costless cannot be cost. But it did not say the one that cost the cost will not be cost. There are things you do. You just generate causes. You see, this fatherhood, we need to teach it. It's a series. Or series. So that some of us will know. So, he will call and say, this, 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 I'm quiet. He will give me reasons and reasons and reasons and reasons and reasons. I'm quiet. And when he finishes, I say, ah. I say, daddy, Mew, you know I love you and I want to make you happy. Don't worry, very soon. Probably I've been telling him very soon for the past two years. 
but I still need to appease his spirit. And he said, okay. No problem. Why? Because I know the scripture. A scripture that did not suggest but commanded me to honor him. Because there is a promise that is tied to me honoring him. That promise said it shall be well with me. So the more I honor him, I see things well with me. And I shall live long. And it's a promise. That means God is bound to respond. Let me give you a story. You know, when we read it from the scripture, we think it's a, it's a spiritual story. Now, because it's in scripture, it's now spiritual. But certain things that happen physically, once he enters scriptures, it becomes spiritual. But it's also a physical stuff. Noah had three sons. And one day, Noah drank. I don't know how many of you know this story. Noah drunk. I mean, Noah was a drunk. By reason of, that's why when the Bible says, and Noah found grace, you understand what worked for Noah. He wasn't separated because he was perfect. He simply found grace. He was so drunk that the, the, the youngest child, he was so drunk that he, he got naked, lying down in his room. And his youngest child entered the room and saw him naked. And he ran out, like some of us would do. And went and told the other brothers, say, Luko. I found my dad naked. He's very, he's naked. And then, the other sons came. And the Bible said they did not enter the room frontally, if that is correct. They backed and they entered the room so they wouldn't behold their father's nakedness and they took a cloth and covered nakedness 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 so normally a son should have access to know the father's nakedness but that's a, a mystery for another day <laughs> how do you cover remember I'm only talking on this spiritual a man you don't know his nakedness is not your father, he's a mentor or a teacher. Because a father is a relationship. He should be able to tell you the weakness and what made him strong. It's in that place you learn. You don't learn from people that always tell you how strong they are. You learn from people who tell you how they were messed and how they came. Why? Because you must need that story to be able to rise. And when Noah 
forgot himself and heard that the son saw him naked and called the brothers to come and also see. He cursed him. Now, normally speaking, that curse should not stay. Because, come on, you were drunk. You are wrong. But the curse stayed on him. In short, that curse is why the black race is suffering today. But thank God for the promises in Isaac. If not, black race would have been like this. But do, have you noticed that black race is the most new, 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 new race? You live with the whites. They don't even care what you are doing. They don't mind the business you are in, the doing in your house. They don't really care. I mean, if you live in real place, Cypress, are, they have semi-black. <laughs> they are co-sharing the DNA. Um, the Cypress are from Africa anyways. Check their history. No, it's not uh, this thing. Most of them are from Africa. Uncovered. Now, this is a physical story. What happened? There was no honor. Why didn't he see the nakedness and just cover? Without calling other sons. Come on. Your father, probably you saw him beat your mother. That's not a reason. Please, I'm trying to deal with physical, biological fatherhood right now. Your mother abandoned you at birth. That should not be a reason to dishonor. Please, don't do that. you know that you dishonored your earthly parents for any reason you spoke against them whether in their hearing or not Noah was not there when he was reporting honor is honor I wasn't in Nigeria for almost two years two years since the COVID since 2019. I only went uh, this year. One day my dad called and said, I've not seen you in two years. I said, yes, because of COVID. He said, why? I said, by the time I, I come in, I come back in, I have to spend 14 days quarantine and stuff. And he asked me, he said, is that 14 days too big for you to spend? To, for, you know, coming to see. I carried my bags. Why? Because the truth of the matter is this. There are certain things you do to your parents today. You will not regret it until the day you look for them, you don't find them. You see people crying over graves. Sometimes it's not because of the death. They are remembering things they would have done better. If you've ever lost people in your life, you will notice that the most reason people cry is not because they died, but things you could have done better. Your school fees is 2,000 euros. Your parents believe it's 5,000. 
and you know your parents can't afford this thing without sweat and he's paying that 5,000 he's giving you that 5,000 he's sweating his high blood pressure is rising the stress on his life is rising you think you've arrived the day they drop dead I tell you of the truth will remember these things you know I need to deal with this thing you see what is holding us is not devils the reason a devil can hold a believer because there are certain principles being broken here and there it's a, it's a, it's a break the hedge and the serpent will bite there is a reason whenever the enemy shows up he can bite he can penetrate certain things we need to deal with please I'm not talking about heavenly I'm just talking about physical fatherhood should I stop here you see this place is quiet now Immediately, I talked about the school fees. Do you know? Do you know? During my university days, there was a time they told us to buy textbooks. My friend gave me that textbook. And um, I still collected the money from my dad. I think seven years ago, I confessed. I said, Dad, do you, do you remember that, that, that textbook? I was crying and I was upset with you. He said, I don't remember. I said, okay, I will remind you. I was trying to clear my conscience I was confessing and I still confess to today some of you still have them alive don't joke don't joke no prayer a pastor will pray over your life will work if you don't honor your parents. I'm telling you the truth. I will not come here and tell you if I pray. No. Years of ministering I've learned a lot. Can we go back there as I, I round up? Can we go back there? The scripture. I think Ephesians, right? Ephesians 6. Look at what he said in verse 1. Let's look at verse 1. Okay? So you know the difference. He said, children, obey your parents where? In the Lord. So you have parents where? In the Lord. Okay? For this is right. 
obeying them, this is right. Then he went further in verse 2 and said, Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment. Some school of thought will group everything together. Physical, spiritual. At least, the only thing I want to justify here is that you have parents in the law. You know, that's why sometimes I love this song. This is the way you father me. I love the way you father me. This is the way you father me. I love the way you father me. You touch my heart so I can know you more. You make me to be like you. You touch my ears so I can hear you better. You making me to be like you. You touch my mouth so I can speak about you more. You make me to be like you. Jesus, I love you. Yes, I do. Father, I love you. Yes, I do. Jesus, I love you. Yes, I do. Father, I love you. Yes, I do. You know, you can't sing, sing such songs if you don't have a relationship. I mean, there is no time I sing that song I don't just break down. Because there's a relationship. I love the way the father how he fathers me. Because I've seen physical fatherhood, I've seen spiritual fatherhood, but I know that the original father, the real one, that will not have a problem bringing you back, restoring you, he's there in heaven. He's the one we call our father. But if you cannot honor the father that you see, how do you honor the one that you can't see? How do we deceive ourselves like this? If you can't honor the one. I know some of us, we are coming from messed up family systems. But that should not stop you from walking in divine principles. Let's not behave as if we are all coming from perfect families. I've seen my mom talk the way she shouldn't talk. I've seen my father behave the way he shouldn't behave. But that should not make it dishonorable. And then, you know, I'm going to end here. Probably, if you permit me, we will continue next week. But listen, then we move to fathers in the Lord. What sometimes we give a term, spiritual father. But normally, the right scriptural word is father in the Lord. Not spiritual father, because God is your spiritual father. And that is now where Paul starts talking about imitate imitate 
Now, if you look critically, you will see that he the Bible never commanded us to imitate our earthly fathers because some, he knows that some of us will have fathers. What do you want to imitate? How he shouts on your mom or beats your mom. Or how he doesn't care about going to church. You know, there is really nothing he has contributed in the family. So you can't imitate such a person. But you can honor such a person. Because honor is not a question of the perfection of the one you are honoring. The reason I'm taking this teaching this way is that if we carry it from the realm of the physical and then enter into the realm of the spiritual, we begin to understand so many things. Why you can call somebody your father in the Lord and never gain anything from the person. Because, let me tell you the truth. If your earthly fathers will take their place, they will also become your father in the Lord. They will preach you to give your, birth, your life to Christ. They will nurture you into the work of ministry. They will be there as spiritual parents as, and also as physical parents. But not many of us do have fathers like that. So God gave us a system where we can honor them and then recognize certain persons and say now I want to transcend beyond the biological but the first is the biological and then you can move in on to that and what did Paul say no I, I don't want to go into this because it's another teaching First Corinthians 4. First Corinthians 4 verse 14. Look at what he said there. He said, I write not these things to shame you, but as my beloved sons. So there are people. There, I mean, I, 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 you used to hear me say, I don't call people sons. It's not like I don't know I have sons. But why call somebody a son who does not have a revelation of, a father, of the father? Or what fatherhood is all about. It's just a mess. It's just a mess. And that's why we can find people who call people sons today and tomorrow they are no more. Or they call sons today, tomorrow they are the ones that will fight the father. It's a mess. But there is really no understanding. Why? Because you can cut off Try to cut off certain things. But it comes with a consequence. Look at what he said here. He said, I write not these things to shame you, but as my beloved son, I warn you. Verse 15. Now look at what he said here. He said, for though you have thousands, ten thousand instructors in Christ, yet have not many fathers for in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Say, look, you have so many instructors. Do you know that your pastor can be an instructor, just an instructor? You know, I have people that will write me 
And they will say, man of God, I want to have the special moment with you one-on-one. -on -one. I want to be able to come to your house and sit with you and just eat with you and discuss with you. And I'll ask them, on what basis? For all I care, you can, all, you can be somebody sent by some people to come and spy out something that you're going to use against the man of God tomorrow. I don't have that relationship with you. That I should invite you to my house and eat with you. Ah. Look at what he said in the next verse, verse 16. He said, wherefore I beseech you, be ye followers of what? Of me. Now, NIV used the word imitate. I love the word imitate because these followers, mm, it's very strong word. You know, Paul said imitate elders. So, we, let's use the word for better acceptance, imitate. How? How do you have a father and you cannot replicate what is at work in the father? A young man came to me and said, you know, you are my father. I said, yes, I accept because I won't deny you. And then he went on and went on and went on and went on. And I said to him, look, if you call somebody a father, they should look at you and see the traits of that father. Spiritual traits. The same way if they look at you physically, they will see the traits in your DNA of your physical father. There are certain things that should resonate with a person you call. I say, first, let's look at your academics. I don't like the way it's going. Let's look at your business. I don't like the way it's going. Let's not even touch spiritual things. But how can I actually call somebody a father and I see the person has got access to spiritual things and I don't have access to it. The person is just an instructor. Because fatherhood has got a lot of, you know, dimensions and, you know, access available for you to actually gain the things that you see. He that receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. He that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive, shall receive a, prophet, a prophet's reward. So it shows if you receive somebody in the name of something, you receive due reward. So if you receive a person in the name of a father, you shall also get a reward that comes from that person. And I will end the teaching here. I believe the Holy Ghost led me today to talk on the biological because that is where the foundation starts now. We have to deal with this thing. And I know I'm speaking to somebody here. Even if it's just one person here that convicted. Somebody here who will repent and say, no, I've not done it right. I know he's wrong. I know my mother abandoned us, but no, 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 no. I can't do it. How can you be a young man? How can you be a young man? And your dad and mom, they are there and they are alive. 
and the people that have access to your blessings are your friends or your girlfriend. You're under a curse. Your, your cause is special. That's why you can't sustain anything. They are there living in one bedroom apartment. In Nigeria, you are here renting apartments for who knows who. Please, I'm not spoiling business for anybody. The number one benefactors of my blessings are my parents. Number one. Number one. And I don't owe anybody any explanation. The number two will be my wife. The number three will be my siblings, both, both dimensions, wife and me. Then number three, every other person. Everybody benefits, those who benefit. But to see my own parents need something and ignore them. If you're a young man here and this is your life, understand now why it seems you can't sustain anything. No honor. We have to deal with some of these things. And I've seen cases like that. Somebody driving, renting 1,000 pounds apartment per month. And the mother called me. Got my number somehow called me. He said, sir, help me. We've not eaten. We've not eaten. I've retired. My dear, if, if it was to be Nigeria, I will call police, find that young man, flog the living daylight out of him. Because he's a kid. And you are here gallivanting around. Imagine if a mother would confess and cry to a stranger. Imagine the lamentation happening inside of her. How can a pastor lay hands on you and it will work? Who told you that? Don't invest in wrong things. I'm not saying you should not take care of girlfriends. And That's not what I'm saying. So, is the person clapping? Actually clapping that, okay, now you balance the message. Hallelujah. A young man came to me and he said to me that he's struggling. The, the question God said to me, asked him is, when last did you appreciate your mom? He said, two years ago. I said, but you shared with me that you used to have something like a year ago and six months ago, but everything just collapsed. He said, yes. I said, and it, two, for two years, 
I said, go and borrow money. You have to go back to Nigeria. You know what your mom lost best. Do that thing for her. If it's buying her wrapper, gold, whatever, whatever. Can I tell you the truth? It's never expensive to appreciate them. Even now you are not working. You know that thing that will make your parents to say, I, now you are blessed. You see, that prayer is more powerful than the one pastor will pray. It's more powerful than that one. I'm telling you the truth. He borrowed money, went to Nigeria, killed these things. For the first time, they celebrated the mom's birthday. For the first time. Rapper and everything. And everything, I said, by the end of the celebration, lie down. Lie down before your mother. Tell her to bless you. Don't tell her before you stare out, uh, the heart. Can I share some things with you? Let me do it today. Do you know the story of Isaac, Jacob, and Esau? Before Isaac could release a blessing, these are physical interactions. It's just now it's in the Bible. We are looking at it spiritually. But these are possibilities in this realm. Isaac said, look to Esau. Look, before I will release this blessing, go. you know the food I love. Go and, if you will get this mystery, look for that thing your parents love. Always do it. There was a time when I was small, we were struggling. My mom used to have gold. You know, all those gold, gold those days that human hands like this. Or, you know, human hands are like this. I remember those days we would sit beside her like this. Um, she would call, what's it called? Hausa people, goldsmith. They would come and wait and give her money, 6,000 then, 5,000 then. She sold all her gold to make sure I went to university to make sure we, we paid school fees for, you know, a good secondary school. Imagine me forgetting that kind of thing. Which, which person deceived me so much that I would forget that thing? Impossible. I remember one day, seven years ago, I asked her, I said, what do you want? He said, nah, have you forgotten? I said, what is it? He said, do you remember those days I will sell my gold? He said, I don't have much now gold now. I've been buying small, small. What did I do? I went to Turkey. Went to Turkey. Maybe up to $20,000 gold. Bought this one, bought this one, bought this one, bought this one, bought this one. Put it in the bag. Carried it to Nigeria. Immediately I entered the house, I said, Mommy, oh yeah, start dancing. I said, I have something for you. Start dancing. She was dancing like this. I will bring out this one. Put it on her neck. She said, hey! My dad was just there looking at us. Like, what is wrong with these two people? And when I finished, she said, can I pray for you? He said, you've removed the tears. I loved gold. Now, it's not my job to say you are materialistic. She loves gold. She loves. And I that blessing. 
When I, I can never be poor. I can never be poor. It's impossible. And Isaac, you all know what happened. Jacob went and did the same thing. Cooked, brought. Isaac ate. Discernment left. Discernment left. He said, okay. I know the person I'm touching. The body is Esau, but the voice is Jacob. But discernment yoke. May the Lord bless us. I I just wanted to share this. If I get a good number of people who will want me to go ahead and talk about father in the Lord or parents in the Lord and then your relationship with your father, the mysteries that will provoke because for these realms there are principles. Then we can go on there next week as the spirit leads. Some of us, we need to pick up our call now after this service and call for the first time and say, how are you? I want to apologize. The confession part of your school fee is 5,000. I can't arise you now. Wisdom is profitable to direct because some of us, we have very strange parents. Immediately you tell them you've been collecting 5,000 instead of two. They will calculate for the rest of your stay. And say, from now, I'm not paying. Use the one you've collected and pay. So, if you know you have very strange parents, hold on. Jesus will help you. <laughs> when you have graduated, then you can then say, Daddy, this is it. Don't do it that way. I'll write me and say, I did it, but he has refused to pay my fees. My hands are not there. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, when the truth is spoken and it hurts, it's because you are not walking in it. It should never hurt you because whatever is being spoken from this platform is to help build your life to have a, a strong root in the word of God. So you can understand the principle that makes for your rising and you will never fall in life. This is just the way it works. And I pray from today.